Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working away. Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban homestead, loving the life, back into the land. Oh, oh, oh. help the garden grow, singing. Oh, 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 we've got to help the garden grow. Welcome to the Urban Homestead Radio. We are your hosts, Annie, Jordan. Special thanks to our sponsor, Layman's, in Kidron, Ohio. For over 60 years, they have provided practical, non-electrical tools and appliances and home goods. Our family has been a huge fan of theirs since the 1990s and have purchased many quality products for our own homestead. When technology fails, their products will certainly work. So check out their website and online catalog at layman's.com. That's L-E-H-M-A-N-S dot com. We appreciate the support of this podcast. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow. Sing it. Oh, oh, oh. We've got to help, help the garden grow. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow. Sing it. Oh, oh, oh. We've got to help the garden grow. Hey, everybody. Uh, This is the Urban Homestead Radio Podcast wrap-up for 2017, and I have with me the famous Anais Dervais. This is her individual opportunity to uh, share the year and how things have gone and uh, basically send out messages and thanks and all that kind of cool stuff to everybody who's been listening. So, Anais, thank you very much for agreeing to do this. I know you were a little hesitant at first. You guys kind of like playing off each other, right? Yes, I think, yeah. I do like being part of the family unit and not always focus on myself, but yeah, it's good. Yeah. So do you think this will help the listeners kind of understand what you guys are doing or what you've been going through and that kind of thing? Yeah, Hearing I hope, from yeah. each of you? Yeah, I hope so, because um, there's a lot been going on, and so sometimes when we do have the collective podcast, it's sometimes, um, you know, everybody has their own unique take on things and questioning, so, um, you know... There's a lot to tell, and so maybe breaking it up with individual um, specific might help people, um, you know, understand our story and, and um, hopefully, you know, encourage them to, you know, be the change in their life, too. So, yeah, yeah, that's well, it's definitely doing that. The podcast is becoming wildly successful and really, really popular. And so that leads very nicely into my, my first question, really technically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's been over six months uh, into the podcast now. So how do you feel about sharing uh, that much information about yourself and the family and the farm with the rest of the world? Because you've shared a lot of details. Um, I like it in the sense that um, before, you know, we've always been, you know, in media pieces and, or articles and stuff like that. And so they were just very, you know, brief and sometimes um, s- similar uh, format. So it's like they, it's almost read the same, like, you know, it's like a, they have followed this format that, you know, the Dervais family grew this and that and so forth and maybe a little bit of sound bites, um, you know, personal quotes and stuff like that. So where this one, it's more... Um, you know, organic. It's it's our voice. Um, n- n- you know, basically no editing in a sense. I mean, not any editing. So, it um, it's good. And it's you know, we're 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 finding it a challenge that we have so much to say. It's 
you know, it's how to, to bring it, you know, in, in, a, in an hour, um, you know, to, to our listeners. So um, we're trying to, you know, improve and evolve, um, you know, just to see how things go. And so we're trying to, you know, learn as we go along too. So. Well, sure, that's the natural progression, mm-hmm. right? You know, there's been a lot of comments too about how much people like the fact that uh, it's not too prescribed, right? And that there's background noise. And I know that stuff kind of drives you guys crazy, but people have, uh, seem to really enjoy the fact that you're recording at the farm and there's stuff that happens. You know, does it really bug you that much? Would you prefer it to be like in a studio and really quiet? No, I don't know if it was really quiet, but it does, sometimes it's this focusing where, you know, there's, you know, doors, it's more of a focus. Uh, not so much the quiet or the, you know, uh, sterile environment. It's just more um, focusing so that you're not distracted if, you know, Marley's barking or the phone's ringing sort of and mentally it kind of um, takes you out of the space that you're in and then, you know, you're distracted. So it's not mostly that, it's mostly, you know, keeping focus on what you're trying to do and what you're trying to say and and make the best of that hour um, and and enjoyable for the listeners too. Right, right. Well, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I hadn't thought about it that way. So do you enjoy interviewing people? Definitely. Um, I think that's one of my um, favorite things is that you get to interview people that you look up to or, you know, always wanted to meet and um, so, and things like that. So it's where, you know, we have a list of, you know, people, you know, we meet and say, yeah, that would be so cool. So we have our own, you know, friends and, and acquaintances and then people who come through that, you know, we want to, to, um, interview. And, um, you know, cause like I said, it's been amazing. A lot of the people that we interviewed last year, um, was pretty exciting. And, and, you know, we learn a lot and, um, it's very engaging on both sides. And so it's, um, yeah, we really enjoy it. So which do you prefer? Now, you guys have done it where obviously you're talking and describing what's going on with the farm or what's happened in your lives mm-hmm. uh, or what you're planning for the future. And that's what this is going to be also. Um, but do you prefer interviewing somebody else over just being the person who's talking? Um, sometimes. I guess it depends. Sometimes it's like, you know, I think it's it's a toss-up. I, I mean, I like interviewing people and then I do like, you know, like you know, the stories. Jordan has tons of stories. Um, Justin has a lot to say about the gardening and I, you know, whatever, a little bit here and there. So um, I think it, it's, I don't think I like one over the other. I think it's a good balance. And so that's why I enjoy that we have both, you know, not just us. It's, it's you know, we can we can break it up with interviews and, of, you know, people and artists and music and stuff like that. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, you guys are good at it. Uh, you know, I listen okay, to them thanks. every time. So <laughs> a lot of people out there are listening to them more and more too. Yeah. So that's exciting. That's they good. like them. Uh, so who was your favorite person to interview of all the people that you interviewed last year? Oh, wow. That's a good question. Um, I don't know. That, I think Mark was, Mark McAfee of Organic Pastures. He was just, because I, I, I think it was the first time meeting him. Mm-hmm. And so I've always, I mean, I mean, I've seen him in conferences and, you know, speaking, but actually not engaged with him. So um, and just and he's you know a, you know has a family farm and we have a family farm so it was very special in that you know we connected on that family farm family values um, message um, and I liked interviewing our friends like uh, you know the the farmers that we have the you know farm box program um, because sometimes we don't get to sit down and talk to them either I mean we do but um, engage in just besides hey how are things going um, just go in a deeper deeper level with them and so. 
Um, yeah, it was, it was nice that, and of course the musical guest, Little Mo, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a kick and we love him. So, I don't know, I don't know, it's hard to say one favorite though, it's like, you know, choosing your favorite, you know, animal or kid or something, that's, I think they're all good. Um, I think I, I think I liked them all. That was a very diplomatic answer. Yes. So nice work, <laughs> yeah. The, that's all right though, I completely understand. And actually you could qualify them in different categories. Yeah. Well, my favorite musical mm -hmm. one was this, or my favorite you know, interviewer for farming is this. Because yeah. uh, you did interview a lot of celebrities, a lot of people, different backgrounds and things like that. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Next year is gonna be uh, even more, which is even more exciting. Mm -hmm. And all of the, the filming and stuff that happened this last year, you know, mm -hmm. it's nice to see the urban homestead still rolling along after such a struggle there for when we first started. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you remember the, the beginning of the first podcast. As soon as I, I hit so. record, I said the same thing with Justin. As soon as I hit record, you guys just got really quiet, you know. <laughs> yes. You've come a long way. Well, I mean, surprisingly, if people, um, I guess if you knew us, you would know this, but we still get, we're still camera shy. We're still... Um, you know, if you stick a mic in front of us, we sort of draw blank. So um, we still have that sort of shyness about us, even though we've been in the media for so long and been, um, you know, interviewed and things like that. So I, I don't know. I mean, we love talking. We love engaging with our friends and, and you know, everybody, you know, that gets to know us, you know, find that we all have really, um, you know, unique personalities. However, it's still that, you know, sort of, uh, I don't know, stage fright or uh, shyness going on. So yeah, I remember that well. It was pretty like, <laughs> oh crap, we have to say something now. So, yeah. What do I say? You know what I say? I finally um, have the opportunity to speak yeah. and I have nothing um, to say. <laughs> and then it was funny because it was like, nobody was interviewing us, like, you know, you're now. So it's like, you're having to provide the content and the flow and the questionings and the, and the you know, stories among yourself. So it was a, it was a challenge to us like, okay, how do we do this? So. Um, it was a good learning experience. Well, you know, I'm I'm loving that I, mm -hmm. you guys agreed to this because every time I've been part of the recordings, mm -hmm. I've always wanted to ask more questions. You know, you guys will touch on something that you understand, and I just am like, wait a minute, what is that? How does that work? What is that again? You know, where do I look that up? And so this is really nice that I get to kind of pick your brain. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, have you ever had an experience, you know, you mentioned being in the press so much and you guys have had so much exposure, it's really astounding. Mm -hmm. Have you ever had an experience where you felt like you were misrepresented by the press, by somebody? Um, yeah, a couple times. Um, I did also want to go back to the, the, the question before. It was, yeah, it was, um, you know, it was a challenge for us you know, to even do this, the podcast, because like I said, we um, always wanted to do it. But so it was, we took it as a challenge. So I, you know, we are happy to do this. And so um, we hope to get better at it. And then back to the media. Um, yeah, I guess what it is, is sometimes it's just like the sound bites aren't clear. Um, they take certain pieces and, and, and um, you know, like, for instance, very simple. The Dury family grows all their own food. Food is, that's a little loose take on some stuff. So, yeah, it's 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 a good headline, but it's not necessarily true in a sense that you can't grow all your food. We can't grow wheat and we can't grow rice. So, um, yeah, it is what it is. And I think that's just, that's the media for you. So, um, but yeah, so that's, I mean, that's just, you know, 
that's the way it goes. I guess, you know, there's always going to be, you know, I think people, you know, you know, even other people, like, they don't read their stuff, and I don't either, you know. You don't read anything that no, you've done? No, not too much. I mean, if it's, I kind of, <clears throat> you know, if it's, if it's something interesting, like, I want to check stuff, but I kind of just stay away, like, reading our own press. Um, I'll, I'll um, you know, it's hard for me. Now I'm actually doing a little bit more so I can, like, <clears throat> keep, you know, improving it, saying, okay, maybe... Uh, you know, I didn't answer that one too well, or you know, maybe to explain that. So now I'm trying to, I'm trying to actually, um, you know, read or listen to the pieces so that I can get better in a sense. So. Oh yeah, um, that's a yeah. great idea. Yeah. Uh, everybody that I know does it, obviously, and mm -hmm. not that I know that many famous people, but <laughs> uh, I've always heard. I guess I should say that the best thing to do is to listen back to what you did so that you can improve on it. So that's a great way to go. Yeah. Uh, so, which podcast of all of the ones that you've done, and, and especially since this is an annual wrap up, do you think was your uh, your, your favorite so far? <clears throat> wow. Um... I think, I guess the ones where we do like the homestead happenings, it's like what we sort of tell people, like sort of give them a wrap of what, what's going on. And I think that's where, um, I think in the previous question is where we're finding a challenge is even, and you said that, you know, you have questions even after you listen to the, to the podcast is we touch on things. And so it's like, okay, how can we pull that out and just focus on one element? So. I like the Homestead Happenings ones work because it gives everybody like, okay, so what are you doing? What are you doing? And so it gives a, a general um, like, hey, this is what's going on. This is what we dealt with um, and stuff like that. So um, I think those are my favorite. But I would like to um, focus maybe on individual elements and just say, okay, we are going to do one specifically on, you know, the edible landscaping or, um, you know. And then we, I guess we are doing that with the workshop. So. Yeah, um, yeah. So we'll we'll see. I'm still trying to improve, and I have you know ideas and and, and thoughts on that. So um, yeah, we'll we'll see where it goes. But I think I like the homestead happenings um, so far. Oh, very cool. Maybe we'll put it up for a vote. Let everybody yeah, maybe vote that's what they want to hear, right? Yeah. Uh, like I said, if I think if our listeners could help us, you know, you know, narrow it down, because like I said, there's so much in our heads, and there's so much because there's three of us, and and what's happened and what's going on and what we're dealing with it's it's sort of hard to focus on one thing and so yes we sort of little bit here a little bit there a little bit there so and then of course people are like okay wait wait you just said that what was that you know and so it's like you know we might know what we're talking about but the listener might not know like okay what are, you, what are they talking about what kind of plan is that or what kind of what did they say and so yeah so we're we're trying to figure out how to best you know to portray or explain certain elements of our lives and and help people become better homesteaders themselves so so now what inspired this new focus besides the fact that obviously you want to do a better job right you like doing the podcast and you appreciate that people are being so kind and listening mm -hmm. um, and you've made that abundantly clear uh, with the effort and with the extra stuff that you give to patrons mm -hmm. and all of the extra stuff you do and just keeping it going and providing so much information I mean there's a lot of information in every podcast mm -hmm. it's so funny because sometimes we field questions for you mm -hmm. and you're like how do you do this or that it's like 
it's in there. I've, mm -hmm. I've heard them answer this, you know, and I can't remember the answer and dang it, I, you know, but it's incredible the amount of information, especially with homestead happenings or even with the interviews for that matter. Mm -hmm. uh, but basically, you know, what inspired you to decide, okay, we really need to reshape this so that it's more efficient for people to understand and more effective in, in conveying that information. Yeah, um, I guess it was, you know, I guess we started, you know, thinking it as like, let's, you know, because I used to, I mean, I, we have a blog, and so, you know, just act like it's a blog post or something more, you know, specific, and so, you know, there's a lot of elements to the homestead, so let's just focus on one element, or let's just focus on this, so that's what we're going to try to do, um, make it easier for people searching for you know, a, spe a specific podcast because, you know, like you said, it might have been said in one of the podcasts as we tell our story. However, you know, searching it, you might not find it. So we're, mm -hmm. we're trying to make it easier for the listeners to to find specific stuff. Oh, okay. Good. Now, you went to see uh, the Prairie Home Companion recently when they were in the area. Yes. Did that inspire anything for the podcast as well? Um, that did too, but actually that was, um, I we love that show and it was... Uh, a dream of dad's to have a radio show. This was six so years ago. Um, he, he would always talk of, you know, we really should do a radio show. We have, you know, we have sustainable living. We have all, you know, the homesteading and we love music and they and food. And we figured it all went hand in hand. And our sort of, not, I don't want to say joke, but our running thing in the house was, yeah, we should do a Prairie Home Companion-like show, but with a sustainable or homestead twist to it. and. And people would come up to us and say, you know, and I, I don't know how many people on their own, they, they wouldn't even talk to each other. I would be talking to them and they'd say, hey, you know, you guys really should do a radio show. And then, you know, a couple months later, <laughs> they'd hey, you guys really should do. And um, we've talked, we talked about it, um, you know, doing, but that would have been, the Prairie Home Companion would have been more scripted and that would have been a little, I mean, that's, hey, that still could happen, but it, that would, you know, you would have, you know, the stories and, and you know, your musical guests, which was more scripted. However, the podcast, I mean, it's similar elements, but a little bit more freeform. So. Sure. Well, it's really picking up steam, so that may very well may happen, yeah. um, not just because you want it to, but almost out of necessity. You know, the farm is always growing. There's always something different, but you may find yourself um, doing more of that format just to be able to keep organized the information that you're giving, yeah. like you were talking about, yeah. making it easier. I mean, we loved it. Like I said, if you were, you know, you know, lucky enough to have visited the homestead here in Pasadena, um, <clears throat> you would have seen, you know, um, one of the most memorable one was "Oh Brother, Where Art Thou." Uh, we <laughs> put on this. It was a, it was a musical stage play production, and I think it was one of those ones that stood out and we did it and we did it with the help of um, our, our friends and it was pretty amazing people still talk about it and, I, and um, said it was one of the best things there. and so that was sort of our radio show sort of thing we had these <laughs> yeah. skits and and musical interludes and stuff like that so it's always always like I said always in the back of our mind to do a radio show so when you said hey you guys you know let's do podcasts we were just like yeah we've been on our to-do list for um, these many years so we why not so yeah, that's great. Yeah, and it's going great. It's a lot of fun to do it. That I enjoy it. So thank mm -hmm. you. Uh, so you, are you excited about next year? Yeah, I'm excited. Um, just um, yeah, I guess you know it's all, always with the new year. You know, year that you're in, closing in the new year. There's always, you know, 
anticipation, you know, trying to figure out, you know, where you're, you're growing um, and stuff like that. And so we've been through uh, a rough year. And so we're just trying to, I guess it's a mixed feeling that actually, I think it's, it's exciting, but mixed. It's, it's uh, sort of a weird, <laughs> a weird, uh, weird sense right now. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, quite emotional for everybody. So yeah, still raw. Yeah, still raw. Um, you know, cause like I said, we, you know, certain songs bring up things, especially around the holiday season. You know, we, we did lose four people in our lives. Um, in less than a year so certain songs trigger things certain smells trigger things certain memories trigger things so um, it's just gonna you know it's 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 um, it is what it is but yeah so it's, it's I would say more emotional um, and yes exciting because it's it's like okay you know year starts over not starts over but a new, new year starts sorry and you can start you know a new afresh with you know, spring. So during the winter months, we sort of take stock of, okay, you know, how we're going to do this. You know, how's the new year going to, how's the, you know, 2018 going to play out? So, um, yeah, it's a lot. I mean, it, it is a lot of, um, I don't know, a lot of burden too, um, just to figure out, you know, you know, where we go from here. So, yeah, I would say it's a, a lot of mixed feelings. So. Yeah, well, but at least you're you got excitement in there as yes, one of them, right? Yes. Uh -huh. Yeah. So now, with the podcast getting so much, no, bringing more notoriety to you and stuff, mm -hmm. you know, um, and so and it's growing so fast. And actually, the homestead's growing too. I mean, you know, you're taking on some other things uh, business-wise as mm -hmm. well that are turning out to be successful, also. So, how do you feel about those developments? You know. Yeah, I mean, to, to say that we're still here, um, you know, the farm box program, people love it. Um, we could expand it, but, you know, there's only so many, um, you know, we can only keep things small right now unless we get, you know, there's certain things that we would have to do to get bigger. Um, so that's successful. You know, we got, we're getting into back to a, like a new normal routine. So the volunteers are back on a, a regular basis. So we are, um, yeah, um, growing forward with, things that were shelved for t time being and then you know now they're back and it's like okay let's 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 tackle this let's you know make the you know improve the homestead you know what challenges that we see at the homestead that we can improve on you know uh, new projects like you know we have like I like to do a bathtub worm bin to you know make improvements to the kitchen to make it more um, just more home I guess homestead e. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, there's 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 a never ending to do list. I am good at making to do list. That that is what I'm good at. But we did cross off a lot this year, so that's um, you know it was a team effort. Um, we couldn't do it without you know each other and then the support of the community, uh, pitching in and just and just keeping keeping up you know keeping us going, um, checking up on us, helping, pitching in, lending hands. So um, yeah, we really appreciate all all that. Um, people have done for us um this year so yeah it's been a, a really beautiful rallying around the troops so that's yeah. really nice mm -hmm. so now uh last year uh, justin said the one big thing for sure that that comes to mind mm -hmm. as far as projects like every year in the podcasts you talk about every year you'd get one big thing done you yeah. guys did a lot each year yeah. however there was always one that stood out like the roof or whatever mm -hmm. he said this year it was the plumbing yes so 
for you, is there, is it different? Is there something big that happened and you're like, oh, thank goodness that's over. <laughs> I took care of that. Um, wow. That's a good question. I don't know if that was, um, I think it was just, I think for me it was, um, getting through the year, I think that was the, the most, um, a sense of accomplishment that that we you know just you know went forward and even though it was hard and it was tough and it was a challenging and then it was bad days good days crying days <laughs> bad days sad days that we just um you know we just kept going um and so i think it was i think it was more personal growth for me um, in a sense, not so much of a thing. It was more of, uh, so, you know, more personal for me. That's huge. That's mm -hmm. a big deal. Yeah. Well, congratulations then. Not a lot of people can say that, you know. Yeah. They kind of get stuck in their personal thing and they, they only look outside. Yeah. So. Now, that's great. Uh, so what's your plan for, what's your one big thing you'd like to accomplish for 2018 then? Okay, so that that's a good question. So I have my list here now. I'm just joking. Um, it can be the same thing too. You get to make thing. the rules, I right? The rules. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Man. I don't know. Like sometimes you know, like I said, make, um, is it called make plans and um, make plans and God laughs or something like that? What was that called? <laughs> so yeah, you always have to keep that in the back of your head. It's um, you know, even though you have your plans and your hopes and your thing, they're still you know at the mercy of uh, you know nature and a higher power um so i guess i would just like to see um i would like to see the the homestead just because of the six years of drought and um you know this last year was a struggle and a couple of years prior to that just with the drought and some other things is to see the homestead really back to its like i don't want to say glory but it's its potential mm -hmm. you know all the parts of the yard growing and thriving um, and just, you know, I, I think it would be a good gift to, um, you know, for our dad in the sense that just we, you know, improved, not proved, we brought it back, um, we made it beautiful again, we made it productive, we improved things, and so, you know, uh, that would be the best gift. And I think I'd like to see it just, you know, flourish and, and be functional and be a beautiful facility that people could come and see and, and experience and learn from and, and just take it all in. So I'd like to see that. That's a great goal. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of learning, you know, your dad was on a mission, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. he literally went <clears throat> to learn to be a missionary, to learn mm -hmm. to be a preacher. And, uh, and he always had a really strong message. Do you feel like you guys uh, have a message as well? I hope so. I mean, he was a man of principle, and um, yeah, I think I I think the message is where you know we've been you know people have I say come to us and say okay what are you going to do next you know they have suggestions thoughts ideas and they're all good and we have thoughts ideas and they're all good and so. Um, you know, you can be pulled from, you know, all different directions and you're not quite certain at some points, you know, some days I would be just like, okay, if we go over there, you know, if we do this and we do that and, and sort of narrowed it down to, you know, what the homestead 
you know, what the urban homestead is and, and, and a homestead is, is a home. And the root of a home is a family. And so, and we're, you know, we're family farm, family business. Um, so, and I think that message of just, you know, you know, growing a home, growing your food, growing, then it goes community and then growing to a larger community. So I think the root, or I guess I would say the root of homestead is home. And so just making a home and a family. So we're trying to, um, and that I guess would be that message that dad still, you know, he, it was about sustainable living and, and genetically modified foods and stuff like that. So, and that's still, you know, we're still passionate about, but, um, you know, when sometimes it's things get crazy in the world and you, you know, you want to do this and you want to do that. And you sometimes, you know, are concerned about biting off more than we can chew. And I kind of just, you know, I had to take a step back and say, okay, so what's, what's, what do we have? We have a homestead, but we have, we have a family. Okay. How can we, you know, utilize the best of this and, and that be our message. That's a great message. Yeah. In fact, I think a lot of people have lost sight of that. Mm -hmm. I think actually that's not true. I think most of the world will identify with that and agree. Uh, you also went to see a documentary and I thought you had a really valid point. Uh, and the, the point that you made of that documentary when you mentioned it to me, because I didn't get to see it, was that everybody's talking about you know, all the challenges in the world, mm -hmm. but nobody's coming up with solutions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's what... That's what we hope to, we hope to just, um, and I, I remember, and that solution is, I remember being, you know, boothing at one of these Earth Days many years ago, wow, must have been just 10 years ago, and people would come to us, and, and they come to our, our booth, and they say, what are you selling? <laughs> and I think, and Jordi or Jordan or one of us, we came up, we're, we're just selling, we're not selling anything, we're just giving you hope. We're giving you solutions on what you can do and in your everyday life to make a change. Small, small steps have, you know, a big impact. So um, that's what we were, you know, in the business of selling, I guess, was hope and inspiration. And, and you know, we get so many emails and things that we've inspired. I don't, I, I can't even count how many people in the last, what, <clears throat> seven to say 2001. So it's been, what, 17 years now, 16 years? You know that's a long time of of just being online, and so um, you know, and and we never sought to to do this. You know, I remember, and then talked about it on one of the podcasts. It was I thought, you know, who's going to even read this? <laughs> you know, who's going to even care that we harvested corn or what we're planting? So um, <laughs> yeah, people do care. So and people want to be inspired. People want to be encouraged, um, and. And so that's um, that's what we hope to do because it it's a challenge for us, you know, and it is a challenge because we, you know, three steps forward, you know, five steps back. So in our daily um, homestead journey, we're, we're struggling too because things change, circumstances change. And so it's how to evolve, how to, you know, and there's no, and I, I come down to it, there's no black and white. Um, I've had many discussions with friends, friends who are not even eco, friends who are not, and, you know, 
and you know sometimes they're more they apologize you know like if i'm over at their house i'm like please don't apologize no i'm not here i'm not here <laughs> i'm not judging you i'm not here I yeah i'm not here visit. to judge i just want to <laughs> i just want to talk and be friends do not I'm, I'm that's the farthest thing from my mind of just you know seeing how people live and and judging them on that so um yeah i think it's just i just want um just to get, continue to give hope and inspiration to people um and, and like i said and it's not black and white yeah, life is not black and white at all. Well spoken. So now, as an integral part, because you are an integral part of the Urban Homestead, mm -hmm. and um, what's turning into a very recognizable brand, mm -hmm. you know, what's your favorite part of being part of that team? Well, I think I'm the, uh, well, I guess like I'm the creative side. I've always, always been, you know, I'm the one that put on the events or the themed events, you know, so... Um, I like doing that, the farm dinners, and so hopefully, hopefully I'll get back to doing that. It sort of took a to a, took a year off in terms of, you know, farm dinners. We did do the workshops, but I I do love, you know, uh, taking on a challenge of putting together an event um, and just seeing the people enjoy themselves. And so that's, I think I'm like I guess the event coordinator would be, <laughs> well, one of many many titles of, or hats that I wear, but I think maybe it would be the event coordinator would be one of my favorite um, job. So you really like doing that? I like doing it. I mean, it's, it's, I, cause I have that, I have that, I, you know, oh, we could do that. And then when Jordan, she comes up, we could, we could use this for this and this, and we create things out of nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't even, you know, we transform the backyard into this magical place. And then people are like, where'd you buy that? We're like, we didn't buy anything. So I think that's that's what we like, is just taking and using what we had and just using our imagination and, and transforming something. And that's, I think, one of my favorite things to do. If anybody has been fortunate enough to be at a hootenanny or a potluck, <laughs> they know that the backyard does. It's already magical, but when the night hits and the lights come on, it is just magic. Yeah. So you guys do know how to create a magic atmosphere. That's yeah, incredible. I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't know how to, I guess I don't know if it's just in the genes or whatever, it's just second nature to us. But I remember one of the girl, little girl came to one of the events and she said, you know, mommy, fairies live here. So I thought that was kind of cute. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> so, I mean, they, and, and not only that, I've had people tell us that they, you know, when, as soon as they walk in the backyard, they feel this. They, it was hard to describe. People, Many people described it many different ways and so they just said i feel there's something special in in the air in the presence or something a power that's in that's here to just be in your yard and so we take you know we live there and we you know sort of taking for not granted but it's um you know we don't see it for as outsiders as much i mean we we do but then it is it is um, not as powerful as when people come over they experience it more um and yeah, I think it is, it's just, uh, it's a powerful place. Um, and we're blessed that we have it. Um, and we hope to, to continue to have it and uh, hold on to it and um, continue to share with others. Well, I have, I have a thought there as far as, you know, continuing to have it, you'll always have it. Mm -hmm. um, whether you have these properties or not, don't mm -hmm. you think that you can make a homestead wherever you go. Yeah, you can make a homestead. But I think that one, the the, home, the urban homestead in Pasadena is special. But, yeah. Well, it certainly is. And mm -hmm. I, there are millions of people around the world that would agree it's yeah. very special. Yeah. But you'll always have that gift. Mm -hmm. Do you, you think you'd be able to build more than one urban homestead? Uh, definitely. I mean. And make it as special? 
Yeah, I think so. I think it's it's uh, yeah. I think it's it's just about doing what you can, what you have, and where you are. So every person can make, you know, their place special. Mm -hmm. um, it's just about putting the effort. It's and it's effort. It's sacrifice. It's hard work. It's you know, blood, sweat, and tears. It's not getting what you want all the time. It's being patient. It's and I think that all shows. Um, and I don't know if it's the place, I, mean, I don't know how to describe it. Is it the place of the people that put it together? You know, um, you know, because we're, you know, we put it together and, and know how hard it was or the challenges. So it's, it's, um, and I think everybody can do that in their own lives. If they just, you know, looked at things different, you know, they always say the grass is always greener. Um, and we learned, a, we learned that when we were traveling, we always thought, hey, you know, if we, you know, Went to this place or that place, you know, life would be better. Maybe, you know, not necessarily. I think it's kind of hard to beat Pasadena. I'm a little biased. Yeah, Pasadena is, is yeah, very special. I mean, it, it, we are blessed to live in Pasadena. Pasadena City of Pasadena is amazing that, you know, they, that they encourage our lifestyle, that they, you know, have no, they, they, they just want to see us at more sustainable cities. So that's like amazing in itself and you know you look up against the mountains and five minutes from the Royal Seiko um, yeah it's it's a it's, we're blessed to be in Pasadena so it, it is an it's a unique it's a unique place and we're we're grateful to yeah, be that's here. Cool. so where do you see yourself in five years then hmm. Hmm. Where I see myself well let me ask it this way <laughs> instead of where do you see yourself where would you like to see yourself in five years Okay, so that's that's that that's a little better because yeah, <laughs> I liked what necessarily is doesn't necessarily happen. So right, um, yeah, I would just I I, I juggle um, between you know we get requests from people wanting us to visit their countries, you know, come and you know I'd love to go back to India and and, and stuff like that. Um, I would just, I guess I would like to, to be in a place that I can continue this, the, you know, helping people, um, encouraging people, um, how, how it looks. I'm not sure. Cause I think the, the journey is going to evolve over time. Um, but I'll definitely be doing something along this lines, like what it looks like. I'm not quite sure. So. But I would, I would love, and you know, I would love to see it done with more people. So if you know our family can increase a little bit with somebody who is just as passionate and crazy as I am, um, that would be nice too. So <laughs> I guess that you're definitely passionate. Yeah, I definitely. Have to, I don't, wouldn't say crazy. I just say <laughs> passionate. Well, quirky. Uh, well, a little bit. I mean, just. I mean, I have my own little, <clears throat> you know, personal. Listen, everybody has idiosyncrasies. Okay, yeah. everybody has quirky weirdness. Just join the club already. You're human. Okay. I know. So, so what would you like to say to all your listeners for the last, for last year, and all the new listeners joining for next year? What one, like, if you could say one thing to them, what would you say for last year first, mm -hmm. and then say something for everybody who's joining in for this next year? Well, firstly, like, thanks for tuning in, for sure. That's, um, to have people listening and just, um, 
I mean, I get so many comments of, from our farm box customers. Hey, I listened to the podcast. That was great. I love that story. Love that. Um, we really, really like that to hear that people are enjoying it, and that's that makes it, you know, makes us feel like we did, we're doing a good job on that. So we we appreciate that. As for the people joining in, um, I definitely would like, you know, if you know, feedback um, to see, you know, how we can improve or and stuff like that. So, um, and just, you know, I do want to do more. I'm sort of having to, you know, there's, I would like to go back to blogging more and, and, you know, maybe making it more, the podcast more integral part of the, you know, the website and maybe do a live. I've had somebody ask, can we do a live podcast? That's a possibility. Just make it more interactive, maybe make short. Yeah. So there's a, there's a lot, definitely there's a lot. So it's just, um, you know, to how to do it it all um because we definitely are open to doing stuff it's just finding the time and and um and doing it so yeah we really would like people's feedback i guess and um and thank everybody for tuning in so if you did a live one you mean like a live studio audience type of thing um that one too or just people wanted to say they want to like they want to be they want to i think that one lady said she just wants to 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 be a fly on the wall and just kind of look and and we don't even have to have a live audience, just like just, just recording watch. like me right now with you or whatever. So people just want to see it. Um, so if we could set up something that could be possible, um, you know, so yeah, we would need to quit, you know, there's things. Okay. So if we need to do that equipment, so, I mean, we're very, um, we do have some technology, but we do don't have an, all of it. So, you know, we might have to put a wish list together, um, you know, to get funds to, you know, make things happen so that we can, um, you know, give the the, the um, people what they want. Yeah, I think everybody needs to remember. You know, all the things you want to add on new to do are on top of all of the fully functioning farm things <laughs> that you have to take care of already, right? Yes, yes, that's a challenge. That's where it's it's a challenge, and I'm trying to, you know, get better. It is it's it's it is a challenge to, you know, live a, you know, simple. No, I don't say a, a homestead life in the city. And then manage, you know, on top of a year that we came off of, um, and settle that, and then grow forward, and and all the challenges that present. So, it was it was, um, yeah, it's 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 very challenging, and and um, yeah, we're, we're we're taking it a step at a time. Even though some days we we're just like, you know, we have no clue what we're doing. And then some days it comes crystal clear and then some days it becomes back to cloudy again. So, <laughs> yeah, so it's like the weather. So do you, could you, you just made a comment about, you know, last year and coming from last year. It almost sounded like you, you feel like it's resolved. Do you really feel like that finally is resolved and like you're finding closure with everything that happened all, you know, losing your father, losing friends, mm -hmm. um, so many struggles and so many different things. Do you feel like maybe this is the end of that chapter and there's a new chapter? Um, I wouldn't say uh, yes and no. There's always, um, there's always, I, you know, been talking to friends who've lost parents and friends. They said, you'll never get over it. Um, they'll never, they'll never get over it and, and, and I don't know if it'll get easier. But it's just, um, you know, you have to accept certain things. And so I think that's, 
getting to a place where accepting it, um, you know, that you can't change it. And then, then it's like, okay, so now what do I do? What it's, you know, I'm still here. What can I do about it? And that keeps the propelled forward motion because, you know, you can't go backwards. Yeah. Well, your dad certainly wouldn't want you to no. from the, the times that I've met him and the stuff that I've heard him say. Yeah. He'd be very disappointed if you did, right? Yes. He always wanted you to keep on growing, right? Mm -hmm. And keep moving forward and make things better. So you guys yeah. are doing a great job of that. Uh, obviously, you never forget family, you yeah. know, especially someone as important as your dad or mm -hmm. as not even as important. He was important to you, but he was also important, impactful in the world. Mm -hmm. He had a message and it resounded with a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And so obviously, you know, you're trying to continue that. You're trying to pick up the torch. And so far, I would say you're doing a great job. Okay, uh, I think that's, it was a challenge. I mean, he was, he was, he had that knack for engaging people. Um, and I, you know, and I kind of was like, realized when you know we got a call for for an interview a couple months after you passed i was like oh, you know it was sort of a weird like oh right i have to talk now you know so it was <laughs> i mean even though we even though we talked it oh yeah say that's kind of a weird thing even though we gave interviews and our we were interviewed and and recorded however it was he had that just that message all neatly you know yeah, he was he was great. I mean, people just loved interviewing him. So it was like, oh boy, I can't. I don't know if I can. You know, it was like it was a, it was a, it was sort of like oh, I have to fill not fill those shoes in a sense. I mean, you're never gonna fill the shoes because everybody's you know footprints are different. However, you still were like oh wow, I kind of have to step in that footprint there. It's you know somewhat you know, and so it, it was a it was a growing experience. Um, I'm still trying to figure it out, um, what, 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 you know, how to say it best, and Dad was very eloquent, um, in that, you know, he said things and was beautiful, he wrote things and was beautiful, he had that knack of writing and speaking, and so, um, yeah, so it is, I, I just hope it, I think, I mean, he passed it on, um, you know, he passed his talents on, every, every one of us is unique, and we all have different, knacks and gifts and so it's it's just finding that and we're we can continue it in our own way um you know as we grow forward so well you, you can only do it in your own way yeah. do you but do you feel like you're getting better at it i mean from the answering the phone and going oh my gosh what do i do to now how do you feel when something like that comes up um yeah i feel a little, i feel a little more comfortable there's always in the back you know Wow, that would have had a good answer for that. You know, like, <laughs> that would have that would have had a better than me, like blah 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 blah. blah. But yeah, um, getting you know, it's um, yeah. I mean, it's 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 a learning, it's a growing experience for me too. So, being the eldest, um, I think I'm. People look are looking at me more of like, hey, you know, you're you're you got who to carry this on, you know, um, it's, it's an interesting where I am now. I'm just kind of like, do I do this or do I just, you know, not do this? You know, I, I don't know. It's kind of, I struggle sometimes to just where I want to be. Um, I do like sharing, but then it's like, do I want to, 
to be, um, you know, the figure for the homestead. I'm, I'm, I know that's kind of interesting. I'm not sure if I'm explaining that well. What I'm trying to, you know, conceptualize in my head to listeners, it's, it's, it's I just don't know if I want to be, yeah, I mean, if people ask us to give a talk, I guess, that, you know, or speak, you know, it's like, okay, guys, who's going to be? You know, I feel like, that's what I feel like. Okay, it's like, we should draw. All right, guys, you know, who's it going to be? Draw straws or something. I don't know. Well, from or, personal experience with the podcast, I'm sure they'll point at you right away. I know, I know. Are you ready for that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I, You know what? The thing is, I don't, I, I never, I know I never shy away from a challenge, even though I'm like, oh, crap, what am I doing here? And it's like, people are like, oh, you just, you're, that was wonderful. I'm thinking, really? I was just shaking and I was like shaking my boots, totally blanked out. I have no idea what I said, no idea. What, and I'm like, and they're like, oh, that's great. I'm like, really? Okay. So <laughs> I was like, okay, you say so. So we'll see. We'll see. Well, you're the oldest. So, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people automatically look to you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, plus, because in the early days of the, starting the podcast they said okay Anise you announce this in so your yeah. voice is heard a lot and you're on the end too with the uh, the ads and yep. the um, the sponsorships and the the reminders to go to social media and all that mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. Does that... Justin's good at it too you have to make, he's, he's a shy but he does he he's good at it so they're both everybody, all yeah, three are very too. good yeah, at Dorian it has got the amazing stories you could just put her on tell her stories she could be the storyteller she has so many stories. So, like I said, I figure it's like draw straws, you know. Yeah. So. Well, they're, they're, all three of you are really good at it, except that they always, those two always point at you first. I know. <laughs> and then what, it, and what I tell them, guys, really? <laughs> then they all look to me and I'm like, really, guys? That's, I think, the, I think it was a couple of times they just looked at me and I'm like, so do you feel like that's a, a, a pressure that you have to do, you have to live up to, or do you feel like that's something um, that you kind of would like to, you know, hand off? Um, I don't know if I would ever want to hand off. I really, you know, I guess I would just like, if, I think it's just like sharing of a, of a responsibility. I would like to find somebody that could share that, you know, that, like I said, if I found a, uh, somebody that could, you know, share the passion and share the, the burdens of, of this sort of lifestyle, um, you know, as a team, I think, you know, I'm looking for another team player um, that could, you know, so it wouldn't always be on, on me. It would be like a, you know, a team partnership. Uh, sort of thing so that would be nice just so it wouldn't be so you know pointed at me it'd be like hey you know you know this person whatever it'd be it'd be you know like I said the, the family farm the family the family growing so it would be more people who are to be passionate and could take you know the questions and 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 bring their their stories and their and their um their talents to the table too mm-hmm it might be kind of hard for somebody new to come in though the three of you have such a long history yeah but if they I don't know I mean there's yeah I don't know I think it's it's just I think if if people looked at it as a as a it's a family farm family business Mm -hmm. and 
Uh, it might be intimidating, but if you looked at it like that, it's not it's not complicated to understand in a sense that what what people are dealing with. And so, um, like I said, just it's it's. Um, I think it would be it'd be just amazing if you know if we could grow that way too. So. Yeah. Well, I think I'm sure you will. Uh, because you guys are determined and every time you set your mind to a project it happens that's what i've seen yeah. anyway in my short short history with you so uh in, okay the next question really is uh, in your opinion what's the biggest hurdle for farms and homesteaders right now um the biggest hurdle um well i can only speak for myself um and i know i don't know if other homesteaders and farmers are feeling that i think that I mean, the big, I think the biggest challenge is weather. Um, biggest challenge is, you know, also finances to do all the projects to do, to continue growing and, and, and you know, you know, does the money go here? Does the money go there? Um, you know, weather has a lot to do. I mean, you just we're in December and the, and it's we had no we have had a dry. I mean, it's 80. We have two weeks and of 80 degrees. The fires are going crazy. Things are out of control. So I think it's just like, it's things are out of control. And so um, when things get out of control, the only thing that makes sense is going in your backyard and, and planting some seeds. So that I, we can control or feeding your chickens or making jam, that's controllable. Um, the other stuff is sometimes too, too, too beyond us at this point to, to deal with. So I think, I guess, I don't know. I would like to know what other people are struggling with, um, but you know we struggle with just you know a lot of projects, you know how to finance, you know overworked, understaffed, you know that sort of thing, because um, there is a lot. We're very, we have a lot of plans and and want to do, and so it's just um, you know it's it's not it's doing it in time, you know one one step at a time, and I think that's where. We're learning, you know, to, to, to do it and just take it one step at a time and, and not, you know, bite off more than we can chew. And so I think I tell that to other homesteaders, too, who uh, in, in interviews, they say, you know, they, go, they come to the homestead and they say, hey, how can we do this? And I said, well, this is, you know, we can do this 30 years, this location, but, you know, since 2001, you know, we've opened to the public. This did not happen overnight. Um, you know, and, and in some senses, you know, we've grown in some aspects and then let some things, you know, get behind on certain aspects. So we're still struggling. We're we're still learning. We're still growing. And so it's never it's a never ending journey. And I think it's um, and I think oh, I think I think if you were uh, if you're a real farmer and you're a real homesteader, you would understand um, that that concept. So. Yeah, that makes sense. But I gotta ask though, you know, over overworked and understaffed. Would you really have it any other way? Because it it seems to me, and this is just my per, uh -huh. my my observation, that the bigger the homestead gets, uh -huh. right? The bigger the podcast gets, uh -huh. the more finance that comes in, the more projects that you guys will take on. Uh -huh. And so there will always be. It seems to me there will always be this long list of wonderful projects to take on maybe it'd be just a different feeling behind each project does that sound yeah that sounds about right i think it's just i think um maybe it is just uh you know wanting to do i think i don't know if it's you know 
in that, like I said, it's a weird, weird, weird emotional thing. It's, I guess we are trying to do a lot, maybe too much, but if we, we are very, you know, we find it very, um, you know, empowering when we can take a project and we finish it and we can do this and we do it, you know, all, I mean, we've done most of it in-house, you know, mm -hmm. everything's just, you know, in-house, but then, you know, you can only do so much and so the growth that we've learned in the past couple of years is you can't do it alone you know it takes you know it takes a village it takes a community so it's um it's connecting with other people who can help you so um and that's where it's overwork under staff in a sense that we have our own things but um but we do have been um, reaching out and saying oh, hey you know can you do this for us hey you know um, maybe I can do this for you and trade for this. So it's, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if that technically overworked understaffed is true, but it's, it is, it's, 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 it's just that we are trying, maybe sometimes, I feel sometimes we are trying to do too much. Um, but, but we are, you know, we did involve a lot of people in the community to help us through. So um, our staff, you know, we're getting a little bit more help, so that that's helpful. So, um, but there's, I think there's still so much to do. Um, we have so many ideas, um, you know, with you know um, the homestead, uh, you know, with the, even the tiny home um, coming in, doing that to workshops, to doing stuff like that. So I think it's just our 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 minds are just going like, oh, you do this, you do this, but then you know you have to come down to. No, you know, you can only do so much at a time. So we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Um, yeah, just a little bit at a time. So I think we just have to keep keep focused on that. Um, I, you know, and we did do a lot this year. I'm I'm amazed at what we did do. Um, you know, Justin kept our to do list from the from the start of the year, and I think, you know, we did cross off a lot. So that's that's a miracle in itself. That's you know we were, you know, we had a lot. Um, you know, blessed and. You know, I kind of couldn't have done without a lot of, a lot of uh, prayers from the people and support. So, um, there's not definitely not a lot. Uh, you know, I don't want to be like in a com not complaining mode, um, and I hope that's not coming across that way. It just, it's I'm struggling with things too. So it's, um, you know, per, I'm per, on a personal level on just you know wanting to do more, but knowing you can physically and emotionally only do so much. And I think I've come to the especially this year is like you know you can only help people if you're if you're well if you're strong if you're you know grounded if you're a, a, you know if you're a strong tree or if you're a strong plant you can you can hold up others and so i really understood that more so this year um whereas it is like yeah even though you know i i like you know, if you want to go like the limb, let's say I want to go out on this limb, but I have to say, you know, are we, uh, am I strong enough? Can we support this, the root, the the, the tree, the trunk, the, the the you know the the root of this? Can we support this this limb? So it's kind of bringing it back and saying, okay, focus. Just you know, uh, like if I look at it as in terms of a tree, the, you know, the limbs are gorgeous and they're spreading wide, but it's coming back and, and rooting and and really feeding. And making the tree strong and then the limbs can grow so that's what how I'm looking at it so I like to get you know I like to have a beautiful tree but um, at some point but it's you know I don't know where we are in terms of the growth of the roots but we're working on it that's a great analogy yeah that's a great way to think about it 
so yeah, you guys love projects <laughs> from the sound of it, which is good because you're passionate. <laughs> so that's not a challenge. I, I'm, I'm glad <laughs> you answered the way you did because it's not some, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. There's so many things that you want to do and you want to help people. <laughs> and I think the tree is a great analogy. The only thing I would suggest that maybe you think about too is that by being a big, beautiful tree like that, or even trimming yourself back and making sure your roots are good, you inspire others to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Do you think that might be part of what you're doing too? I mean, obviously the podcast and mm -hmm. reaching out and throughout your career, you've inspired mm -hmm. people, mm -hmm. but maybe even now, especially on a much deeper level because they can hear, you know, yeah. interesting pieces of your life like that. Yeah. I think everybody, um, you know, everybody has, as there's their passion and then there's their life and everybody struggles with life. They have, you know, good days, bad days. And so, you know, so we're, with the podcast, we're, to, to, you know, I hope that they get to, it's a little more personal. So besides, you know, I can can, I can, you know, you can plant this, you can plant that, you know, you can put in solar, you can, you know, run your car on, on, on biodiesel. Um, that's all great. And those are all elements and those are all t things. But it's it is about the people who do these things, and and everybody has their story, and everybody has their struggles, and everybody has um, dealing with stuff, and and how we can be, you know, better people, and by being better people, we can you know help others. So, do you think it's therapeutic to be on the podcast at all? Possibly, uh, you never thought of it that way, but it is possible. Um, to talk it out, like I said, people have come up to me and said, you know, they're you know in tears, and you know that was a beautiful story, and 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 I think stories touch people. That's how um, that's how we communicated, you know, for so long before blogs and um, books even was telling the stories, and so it is the telling of the story. I Do you, think maybe even. Uh like those mile markers, like you can look back and say, wow, look at how much we've done. Mm -hmm. You've actually got record of you saying, hey, we got this done, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. And, and, and it's, a, it's a good record. It's a good, it's a, it's, it's a good recording of the story yeah. and how we are, how we're growing too. It's our story. It's our, our, our journey. And so that's what we're sharing. So someday, hopefully, Grandma Anna East doing her <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I remember podcasts in my day. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So, uh, so the podcast now actually has a really significant voice in the world. I mean, that's mm -hmm. one of the things that we talk about in just about every podcast is the thanks and the, how grateful you guys are for that. Mm -hmm. Does that ever concern you at all? Of um, what the, that the, it's such that it's so becoming so popular yeah. so fast. Um, I don't. I guess you know, for just an hour of our time, and people can listen to wherever they want, and you know, wherever they are. Um, I think it's a great tool for just getting the story out in like I don't say the least amount of effort, but meaning. In one hour, you know, people can, I think well, we have 50 countries or something like that mm -hmm. coming in. So I think it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a nice way to, to communicate. Um, 
because like sometimes I don't have time to blog like I used to and I really do want to you know post pictures and things like that so with this sort of platform um, it's at maybe at this time it's, it's easier for us to share certain things um, that may be blogging about it right now or doing a video um, so I think I mean, it's it, it's working right now um, and I think it's a good platform for you know sharing our story and hopefully encouraging people and 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 um, inspiring them too so so I guess I should rephrase the question uh, not that it's does it concern you because it's becoming more popular and there's going to be more demand for it but mm -hmm. uh, that it's becoming more popular and putting more spotlight on you and the family and the farm does that ever concern you because I know that in the past there's been some challenges yeah um, uh, I guess I haven't really thought of that 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 so far because I guess I just you know yeah I mean we'll see you know if we get more more media I mean I was surprised you know how much you know media we got again this year and that means could be even more and you know we never solicit so it's just like they call us up or just send us an email hey and so we just we accept because we figure it's a it's a good way to get the message out um, on somebody else's platform so um, if we can continue to do that that's great um, I, I mean I don't I don't I don't have an issue with that um, yeah I mean if we get more guests that means you know you know, more requests and things. I think it's not not so much the media coming to us, it's the request. Can you come here? Can you come there? That that That's what puts the strain on us. We can't be everywhere, do everything. So I guess with the podcast kind of makes it that we can be somewhere um, in somebody else's you know, home, you know, thousands of miles away, so. Yeah. So, okay, this is uh, a very unusual interview because normally the three of you do it together and normally interview somebody else so I really appreciate you mm -hmm. taking the time to do that uh, and we're actually coming to the end of the time so is there any one last thing that you'd like to say to everybody out there especially wrapping up for 2017 and looking forward to 2018 oh wow so hmm a lot going through my head right now so it's kind of kind of sifting this. <laughs> oh wow um yeah, just, like I said, I can't tell, I don't know, just, um, we're just grateful and humbled by that, you know, of all the support and that, you know, we're, we're still here we're, and we're grateful for that because, like I said, we've grown a lot. We had a lot happen in, in a year um, that, you know, changed our lives and changed the lives of people around us. So, so like I said, it didn't just affect us. So, um, it was a, it was a, it was a growing experience. Um, and I just think that, you know, um, you know, just to, yeah, you just have to, t you know, you never know, you know, if this will be your last day. Um, and to just, you know, make it count, even though sometimes it's like, you know, hard to get out of bed in the morning. But, the you know, the chickens need to be fed and, you know, the crops need to be watered. And, and that just, that makes sense. I think it's, that's where life is is makes sense of where you know you have a purpose um and you know to have a garden surrounding you and to have animals and have family and have good food it is it's it's a life that um it's a life that has the homestead life is a life that has purpose and i and i think a lot of people who are homesteading know that 
And if, you, if you're not homesteading and you want to homestead, um, yeah, just look at it as a, you know, as a, as a purposeful life um, that you can, you know, you know, with your two hands and with your, you know, your heart and your blood, sweat and tears, you can, you know, not honestly make a good life, but you can make a better life for yourself and for your family. All right. Well, thanks for doing this interview. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working away. Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban homestead, loving the life, back into the land. Oh, oh, oh. help the garden grow, singing. Oh, 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 we've got to help the garden grow. The Urban Homestead theme song was written and recorded by Tom Fair. Thanks, Tom. our show. Thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to tune in until next time. This is Annie East, Chester. Jordan. Keep Good on time. growing. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow. Sing it. Oh, oh, oh. We've got to help the garden Remember to follow us on our website, urbanhomestead.org. Also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We love to hear your feedback. And if you'd like to become a podcast patron, go to urbanhomestead.org forward slash podcast.